Today's daf is daf Kuvdalid. We sort of stopped right in the middle of the Gemara up to the last answer. So basically, what happens is in our mission it says that if you, um, if you if you stole more than a you know a shavu pruta and you swore false and then you made it, you have to re- return the, the 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 money and the print and the and the keter and the and the penalty of travel all the way to Madai. You have to travel all the way to Mother in order to pay it to pay it. So we want to know who the author of our mission is. We had a machine keeper of Tarfin. If you didn't know who you stole from, the number of people that you don't remember who you stole from, according to Tarfin, you just put it down and you say goodbye. And according to Bakiva, you have to pay each one. So we said, who's the author of our mission? According to Tarfin, you never have to uh, you don't have to go to Mother, just put the money down, that's enough. The mission actually says you can give it to Shlich Bezin, but according to Tarfin, you don't even have to do that. And according to Bakiva, you have to pay each one out. Then even even um then even if he didn't swear. You would have to go to Madad to return the Geneva. So we answer that our mission is Rav Tarfin. We want to answer our mission is Rav Tarfin, but uh, but if you swear, Rav Tarfin is Madad. So we ask the question: if the if the point is because you're Madad, then forget about swearing. Rav Tarfin says that if you were Madad, that you stole the money, you want to do tshuva, you have to go all the way into the Nigzal and give it to him anyway. So forget about the the, the swearing, just being Madad as well. So now Rabba comes along and he answers as follows: El Rabba says, you know what? This is how Rashi explains the Gemara that. Our mission actually goes to everybody. And you cannot compare a case where you don't know who the victim is to our mission where you do know who the victim is. In a case where you don't know who the victim is, Abtarfan says, well, Min Hadin, all you have to do is put the money, take the money out of your rishus and let them work it out. No, in order to fulfill it, you have to return it to the to the Nixel, but you don't know who it is. Yeah, so you have to return to each each potential victim. But I'm just talking about a case where you know where the Gaza is. So it depends like this. And the rebel explained there's a difference then. It works out according to Rakiva and Rabtafin. In this case, said because you know who the victim is, if I walk over and I am murdered without swearing, I'm just murdered. I'm such a good person. I'm doing sugar. It's as if the victim is saying, okay, hold on the money. When I come by, I'll pick it up. So you don't have to schlep all the way to Mother. But if I swore false, and then I was murdered, the trader says, La Ashaloi, that the trader says the only way to do tshuva is to go. And go to Madai. That's the case. Hello, Rabbi. Our Mishnah, shiny Masnis, and our mission is very different than the case, the argument of a Kiva of Tarfin. They're talking about you don't know who the victim is. Our Mishnah is the Kiva the Yod, the Lamangos, the Our Mishnah, you do know who the victim is. And the Oidale, and you admit that you have the stolen money. Kiva the Efshallah Hadude, because since you're able to return the money now, because you know who the you know who the victim is, if you were just made this as if the owner tells you, you know what, now that I see that you're an honest person because you're willing voluntarily, nobody asks you to, to give the money back. Even you nothing know, to swearing this way at all. You just, you just decide to come forward, step forward, and admit it. Hold on to the money, and 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 therefore I'll come pick it up. You don't have to go schlep to Madai. But therefore, but in the case if you swore. Which is the case of our Mishnah, and then you made it. That's different. Then you have to go to Mother. Now, why should we go to Mother? Because the Torah is exactly the Torah says Lashaloi. You want to do tshuva, you got to give it back because you swore. The swearing makes you go to Mother. So, therefore, our Mishnah could be Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Tarfin. That argument Kiva Tarfin about a case we don't know who the victim is. So, how do you how do you ensure that you no longer consider the Ganif? You have to give it back, or as long as you don't have it anymore. But in our mission, when you know who the victim is, so if you were just murder, you can that you're on, you can hold on to it. If you swore and you're murder, the tater says you got to get back. The owner says, the victim says, keep it, I'll come by your town. Even the boy if you want to have a kapoda for swearing falls, it's not good enough until you actually give it into place it into the victim's hand. That's what our mission is talking about.
But if he wouldn't have sworn, having got made pecan, he wouldn't have sworn, just stop. He would step forward and made it. He's a gallant. Then he would hold on to it. After the chocolate, till the owner would come and pick it up. It all makes sense. Our Mishnah says to give it back, you have to go to Madai, and you cannot give it to the son of that person, nor can you give it to the shleich of that person until loy. You have to give it back to that person itself. So we're going to have now an interesting discussion. What about if the victim made a shleich and uh, and with Adim, and he appointed the, the, the shleich, and he said to the, to the in front of Adim, he said, go, go take the money. The question is, when the guy gives the money to the shlech, is he now no longer chayiv? If any, any accidents happen on the way, the, 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 the bar will, let's say, or the gana, whatever it is, is no longer responsible because he gave it into the hands of the shliach of the bal hamois, the person that is owed. Do we say that? Or do we say, Kozman, you didn't actually give it to the victim? How do we interpret the fact that, no, the question really is, how do we interpret the fact that he made a shlech? Is the pshat he made a shlech is that he, he wants to share to represent him, collect the money? Or is the pshat that he made a shlech that you say to the to the other person, here's a re- reliable person. If you want, you can give him the money, and you appoint him as a shlich. What did he mean by saying I am pointing him as a shlich? Now, Teshu already explains, and he's also saying Rashi will hold the same way. If he says to the to the borrower, hey, "This guy is a shlich," whenever whenever you have the money, give it to him. That's no no question. Of course, you can do that. So much this loyal fun. If he just this guy lives in one town, this guy's another town. So the the, the guy who's, who's owed the money. Appoints a shlech in front of Aiden, so it's real. Otherwise, how do you know the guys are really a shlech? So it's Aiden. And the question is, what did he mean? Either that, or he has a piece of paper with Aiden signed on it, as we'll see more later, or, or um, yeah, something like that. So then, so then the question is, what's the what did what did he what did he achieve by appointing the shlech? Is that is as if you gave it back to the person you owe to, or he's just telling you, presenting you, here's a guy if you want to use, use him. As Imam explained, said, "Yeah, of course it's a And and if anything happens on the way, you're you're pot, you discharge your your obligations. And Rabbi Amaloi have a shlech, he's not a shlech. Um, what do you mean? Why do you go out of his way to a That as soon as you place it in the shlech's hands, as if you gave it into the into the yeah, should buy And Rabbi Amaloi have a shlech. Rabbi says, no. I said, what's the idea of appointing a shliach? He's a reliable person. He's some chitzmoich. If you want to rely on him, go. I'm, I'm, maybe you have no person available to send the money. You're, you're busy and you can't come to me. You're still high. Yeah, it's your responsibility. Taisha already asked, but before that, if you have a shemesh, a muscle, a shemesh, and the only reason why uh, the one who says chayiv, you're chayiv, because you know right, is because he says, or that, or yeah, exactly. I don't want my cousin, but here in this case, if he gives it to the shliach, he should be put to not maybe as a shliach, but I gave it to another responsible person to watch, and it's his problem. And you can't tell me you don't trust it because you're the one who told me that he's a, he's a reliable person. So Tasha says, even if it would have been him, if he himself would be transporting his money and an accident happened on the way, he'd be the fact that he didn't pay back. So the shliach can't be any, the shame can't be any better than him. You have to, because you have to travel in the mid, but whatever it is to get to your place. So therefore, it's not considered as if, it's not like a shame, it's a shame the guy lives here in town next door to me and I give it to him. Here, the guy has to travel to bring it to you. So there's a makam sakana, a wilderness, so on and so forth. So you respond. Okay. If you want to send, if you want to send, send it with him. That's all. Okay, now we'll bring a few questions. We learned in the Mishnah, I'll show you this If I want to borrow a, a cow, 
Lishilcha biyad benoi biyad avdi biyad shulchoi and and the mashil the lender sent it with his son or his liach. The question is when did the show become a show? Um, and in this case here, where the marshal sent it with his son, of course, the, the borrower is not yet a borrower until it comes into his domain. But what about the Abnebi and Avdi Shoyal? What about the Shoyal himself sends a Shliach to pick up the animal? Is the Shoyal already responsible now? If a mace, if it died, Potter, the Shoyal is not responsible. The shayl, if the owners, maybe the Shoyal is not responsible either, but the Shoyal is not responsible because he didn't get it yet. Now he made a Shliach here. Now, we ask a question of Chizah. This Shliach, when he made a Shliach, he delayed him. Nobody knows about it. What's a, because he says he's a shleich. How, how is anybody supposed to know? He made the shleich with Adam. And yet, it says that as Potter. So, you says that if you make a shleich with Adam, it's Mamash a shleich. If the shoyal made a shleich with Adam, let us consider as if the shoyal already received it. Why is he Potter? Says the Gemara, he's Kashal Chizah. Actually, answer another question. When we say shliach, it doesn't mean you designate you designate him to be a shliach for this particular mission. He generally works for you. He works for you. He's a he's a, a, a you know a gopher. He does all your errands. That's why it's not really considered shliach. Or lekita, he collects either he lives with you, a roommate, or lekita, he collects things in the in the garden, whatever it is. No, it's you didn't appoint him specifically for a shliach for this, but had you appointed him specifically a shliach to go ahead and pick up your cow, Itaka would be a shliach. That's a chizah. When I'm a shliach, we ask a question from our Mishnah. We don't have to say this answer. We'll see. In our Mishnah, it says, You cannot give it to the Nignib's shliach or his son until you're actually not, you haven't discharged your responsibility until you place it in the, in the Nignib's hand, into the victim's hand. Again, this shliach was appointed by the Nignib. What happened? How do we know? In your El Alav, no, and it says in the fetish, it's not good enough. This is what he answered. Unfortunately, we want to know. This is our Mishnah. Why is he going to ask this as a second question? As if this is a lesser question than the case of a shayl. It should be the other way around. In fact, the main answer is on our Mishnah. What's going on here? I'm going to ask a question. So what are you telling me? But if the shayl made by Adam, you have a good shliach. So why does the Mishnah say you have an option to give it into the Bezin, shliach Bezin, then you discharge responsibility? Say better. Say that if the, the shliach of the Nignit, but in a case where the Adam uh, there to point to appoint him as a shliach, you can give it to him and your yaitza. Make a difference within shliach of the Nignit itself. Why introduce a new idea of a shliach Bezin? Adatani Sefer, why does the Sefer say there's an option without having to schlep all the way to Mardek? Give it Let's talk about the shliach of the nignim himself. Sometimes it's no good, but sometimes it's good. When shliach also if the shliach was was appointed by the nignim with witnesses, you can give it to that shliach. Mishnah likes brevity. They don't like to add words. And there's a difference between a shliach bezin or shliach made by the nignim. That's as follows. If, the, if there's a shliach bezin, we don't care who asked the bezin about the shliach bezin, nignev or the ganif. If it, the, even if the nignev asked the shliach, even the ganif is the one who said to the shliach bezin, can you do a favor? I owe the guy money. He's a mother. Here it is. Machlek is going to show you whether the guy actually has to travel. The shliach bezin is traveling to mother, or you just place it in the bezin. But regardless, it doesn't matter who did it. Nignev or ganif, it's 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 a, it's a, you discharge your responsibility. But if it's a, a shliach appointed, it'll only work if the nignev appointed the shliach. Then as in front of Aiden, as if she kabbal, then as if you gave it to the nigna. But if the if the if the Ghan appoints a, a shlech in front of Aiden, so what? 
the fact that you haven't given it to the negative yet, if any accidents happen on the way, the God of is still responsible. So the Mishnah will have to then add all these extra words. Only if the negative did the Shaliyah point to the Shaliyah, not the God of too many words. Shaliyah Bezin, it doesn't make a difference. So the Gemara Amri Leipsikle, it's not so clear cut. Shaliyah Bezin, by come to the Bezin, Leishna, also needs the Leishna, the God doesn't matter who pointed the Shaliyah Bezin. You gave it to the Bezin. Your discharge responsibility. So that's clear. Only the nigzel appointed him is in a valid shlich, obviously, because he represents the nigzel. Also, Gazan will have a shlich, but if the Gazan appointed him, it wasn't help. He's like, psychically, they didn't want to learn it. Well, Afuki, my Tana, this comes to negate the following opinion. Tana, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, it says, Shliach Bezen, Shalsu Nigzel, if a Shliach Bezen, if a Shliach Bezen, Shalsu Nigzel, if a nigzel appointed was with Bezin, but also Gazan Gazan didn't do it, or also Gazan, or the Gazan did it, then the nigzel appointed his own shlech to receive it from the shlech of the Bezin. Potter, you are potter. So see clearly that what? That when it comes to the Bezin, no matter who appointed it. That's why the Mishnah decides to talk about shlech Bezin. But according to the truth be told, if the nigzel would have appointed the shlech with Adam, it would have been good. Now the Gemara continues. Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Tavai, they both say like Rabbi Chizda, Shliach also be Edim have a Shliach. They also agree that a Shliach appointed with Edim is a valid Shliach as if you gave it to the Nigdav, and that's why the according to most halachas like Rabbi Chizda. I be tamer. Are you going to ask me Mishnah Seinu? Our Mishnah clearly only gives an option a Shliach Bezin. And our Mishnah, our Mishnah clearly says, don't give it to the Shliach of the Nigdav. Says our Mishnah clearly, don't give it to the Benoi, don't give it to the Shliach. So if he's answered before, so it wasn't a designated shliach for this purpose to pick up the money. It was a shliach, a guy who go for it, works for you generally, or a roommate. So the Rabbi Yechon answers, I'm not a problem. He gives a new answer. The Omale, he says to him, look, I'm making this person available. He's a good guy. If you want to, if you want to appoint him as a shliach, you can't come all the way here. You have no one to send. This guy is traveling to me. I know he's coming around. He travels once a month. You can use him. But you have to appoint him as a shliach. So when our mission says shluch, it doesn't mean the shluch. Suggest exactly. Domale isl izuzi gabi plani. I told him look at mishadle. Is chazele. You pay it before him. Dilma ina shudle mashkulish dudle. Maybe the reason why he didn't send me, he couldn't find anybody. Exactly. So you you offer your services, but you're not representing me. Or inam milakav chizde b'shiru l'kipa. I'm not doing mishmol. Come along with the mishmol. Ain mishalchin moyid b'figek. He said, if the owner, let's say, there's a pakad. And uh, 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 Reuben placed something to mind, to sh- something to Shimon to mind for him. And then he wants it back. So let's say the Bala Pekotin gives to a person, to Shliach, and he gave him a letter. And on the letter, he wrote Simonim to know that it's, that it's a, a portrait of himself. Or, you know, everyone knows his signature. He makes a certain signature. Everyone knows the letter is his. And he said to him, and then he said to him, it wasn't written in the letter, give him a, he said to the guy, Show him that it is. He, he knows that you connected to me. And I want you to pick up my, my pecotton and bring it back to me. Or the money he owes me. You cannot send money. That's not good enough. So if anything happens on the way, it's not like the, 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 the Baal couldn't already received it back. I feel even the witness is a sign of this document. As long as it doesn't say, go ahead and give him the money, then you cannot give him. Rabbi Yechner says, he made the Yechner says, no, in the waiting day, you could give it back. Abiyachim before said you can have shliach with Adim, and he also said you can send it back. <clears throat> That's how some are it. Others say that even there was, um, others say even if he wrote in the document itself, give him the money, and he made a signature, 
even Adam signing it, that's called the Yekni, his image, the Yekni is like a picture, his image, it doesn't help. So, so these Adam, no, no, but these Adam are signing, according to Tracy, they're signing only that this signature is correct. They're not signing that he actually pointed a shlich. Had they signed, exactly, if they, if they would have signed that he said, I want you to give him the money, and the Adam would have signed right underneath that, that yeah, then he made a fool um, yeah, so according to Abiyachin, you don't even need the, 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 the signature of the of the of the Baal Pekot. If you have a star with Adam on it, remember Abiyachin a minute ago that Adam appointed good enough. The same will be over here. Amri, yeah, Amri Lishmul might account to Shmuel. So if the guy who owns the object cannot travel to that city to, to retrieve it, what's he supposed to do? A star is not good enough. You had but, the, the, but then the problem is so then according to Jesus where he original shot just write a star and have Aiden what do you mean what's he supposed to do so it seems to me that even the star in Aiden is not, is not good enough otherwise what's the Gemara with what are you supposed to do <clears throat> um, so I told you before Jesus said before and he learns this from Shavashi on the show as well now when does it help if the guy appoints a shliach only if he does it in front of in front of the other person it doesn't live on that person. We interpret that his actions, as he's saying, that this guy is presentable. No, the person who holds it like Rabba, who says that it's not good enough to appoint somebody with Adam, is because he says, all I'm saying is that this person is available. You want to appoint him a shlich, appoint him a shlich. When do we say that I can appoint a guy to be a shlich? It's only if I tell the other person, you owe me the money, by the way, when the time comes to pay, give it to your uncle. Then that's all right. But if, if we never had this conversation, and, and this guy comes forward and says, look, the guy put me a shlich, Adam, Sometimes the Gemara mentions his father's name. And he has a story that Abba lent money to Rukhama. Omle Rasafi said, Look, I'm getting some money. I don't have time to go there. So do me a favor. I sit in LA. You're going to town. You're going to meet Abiyasif. Bring my money back. When he came there, Omele Rava Berei, Rabiasif, son Rava. Remember, we had her a few times right there. He remember a few days ago he argued with his father and he got his father to change his mind. He, obviously, he's very sharp. So, Rava, Rava, the son of Rabiasif, said to this guy, "Me Kabalti. Why would my father give back the money? And what happens in the middle of an accident happens? He has to pay it again, unless the owner said he's Kabalti. He said that you have the right to say the moment you get the money is as if he received the money. Omele like no." So Rabbi said, said to him, Let him go. Let the guy who asked you to pick up the money say to you the moment you get it as if he got it. He did it. Then he came back to collect the money. Rabbi generally not worried a guy will die, but in this case here, if he's an old man, maybe he'll die. Or he's just being machmed here, because generally we say maybe he'll die. And what happens is if he dies, his children inherit the money, and you're his kabalti, 
is is worthless because the guy you didn't he, he didn't my father did not pay the shliach money yet first of Abu died then he gives the money he must help us now the money belongs to the children and if an accident happens and my father has to pay again but officers come and ask him he's come out he said Abba love to me he's worthless Amalei said to know my account what do you want me to do zil nikninu loch agamada let let um uh, what do you call Abba let Abba give you the rights. Give you a hasha. Let him be machnet to you with a little piece of property, the the money that is sitting by my father, so that now you own the money. So the moment my father paid you, he paid back to the person who he owns it to, and then you'll give it. You'll you pass it on to him. I think my father will be chayiv anymore. You can write his kabbalti. Who cares about that or not? You're the one who owes the money right now. And then you bring it to him, and that's good enough. And the uh, Tejway discusses how much property do you need. You only need a mashu. And we learn by principle as well, you have to do property. But then we have a thing called a Kenyan Idissa that talks about. A Kenyan Idissa means if I am mighty that this money is yours, then it automatically it comes yours. So who needs property? You don't need property. Just let it be, let, uh, let Rabbi Yaisa be mighty that the money belongs to uh, to this person. Or let this person be kind of suffer and said, I'm mighty that this money belongs to Rabbi. And right away, because Rabbi's. The Tejah says that Kenyan Idissa is only with the Rabbi. It's not yet Rabbi's. And therefore, and then comes all the question of King Laban helping the Raisa and things like my Maisa Shani, it doesn't help Idisa the fact that they you know use that money because you have to use money that's available. Anyway, so therefore we need to make sure that it's done 100% correctly. And this is how you do it. King Hasha, let him give over, let him be claim the money to Rab Safra, and then no problem. Kihadra Papa, the Masket Tesa Alphas was a Bechazar. Papa lent money. Papa's a very wealthy man, as you know, he's an alcohol producer, beer producer. He lent money 12,000 Zuzin to somebody, Chazoi. Then he went to the and said, look, you're going to Bechazoi. I'm going to sell you the money at the end of the house. I'm going to want to very end of the house. I'm going to give you a little corner. Take that to your house. And with that, also kind of all the money sitting by that person. And and the discussion is, if it's a milver, the money is no longer in existence. How can you pass it on? So maybe it's the chayv that he's passing on, the right to collect the money, or maybe just a pecotton. He also, when he came back, Papa jumped out of the house, ran towards him at Tavach, until a place called Tavach to kiss him and, and thank him. But simply, he got paid back. No, but he was scared he wouldn't get paid back. That's a big loan to give somebody, unsecured loan, 12,000 Zuzim. Anyway, the mission continues. He was a Kedan, but once he gives the Kedan, and the guy's Michael, uh, once he gives the Kedan, you don't go to Shlatamodai for the other Chemish. Right? We said then that if, um, uh, what do you call it? And we said, once he gave the Keren, even though he didn't give the Chaymish, you don't have to slap all the way to Maday. Or if it's Meichel, it doesn't matter what happened to the Keren. If there's no longer a Chiv on the Keren, you don't you don't have to go afterwards to Maday. So the Gemara says, Those are the Keren, Alma Chaymish from Mainu. Then the mission continues on also that, uh, that, um, that you know, if you swore false about the Chaymish, you have to then give another Chaymish on top of that. The question is, this Chaymish, this penalty, is that a Kapara? Or is that um, uh, a moment? Now, it's a chi that you have. You have to pay him money this, and you have to pay him also extra money for that. So the Gemara says here, Alma, we see from here, um, why does the Mishnah have to tell you not to go to Modai? What would you have thought? You would have to go to Modai. If it's merely Kapar, it doesn't mean Eivishter. What after to the modai? Is that I that it's a chiyuv? So you would have thought that just like for the kedan, you have to schlep the modai, even if you don't have to pay the kedan anymore. Because Michael, you still have to go for the chaymish. Michael, you don't. 
If it's a knas, you don't pass it on to the ears. But if it's mumen that you owe the father, you have to pass it on. But then, I mean, I'm said, Nasa the cat of Nishbala Chaymish, gave the cat, and then now he swore that I don't know the Chaymish never happened. Had he made, and then he turned and there was made that he swore false. Had he made some Chaymish or Chaymish. Now, if it's a kapada, you don't pay a penalty on a penalty. I'm a Chaymish in my mind. The right man, what a Chaymish is money. But I'll bring a price as well. And that's what we're going to discussing more now, more now is this price. Says, if somebody saw his friend and he swore of a mace and, and then he died, Yoshin, the Gazlan died, he swore false, and the Gazlan died. Yoshin, Mishalm, and Keren, they also pay the Chaymish. They pay the Chaymish. Now, why you pay the Chaymish? They part it from the Hashem because it's a kapara, the person died. But why are you paying the Chaymish? If Chaymish is a kapara and the person died, then no, you don't pay the Chaymish either. Why are the children paying the Chaymish? Obviously, Chaymish is Maman. And I might say the Yoshim and they shleim the Chaimish. Davunhava, you tell me that what you have to pay the Chaimish. The Yoshim pay the Chaimish of the father. Let me ask you a question. Um, uh, so this Brisa clearly says that what the Yoshim have to pay the Chaimish. I'll ask you a question on the Brisa where it says it talks about that you only have to pay the Chaimish if you stole it, but if your father stole it, you don't have to pay the extra Chaimish. Okay, so I mean, I would have thought, when don't you have to pay the chemish for you? You don't have to pay the chemish. It is man Nobody swore. Father the Gazan paid by the Kenan. There's no chemish above. What about who will love it? Let's say he, this, this, the son swore. He said, Oh, my father never stole it, or he never left us any money. We have no son. There's no such money in our house. And then the son is made that he swore false. Or the father swore and, uh, and, 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 um, and not the son. Or who the both were false. How do you know still the son does not pay Chaymish if he's not the one who stole it, the father stole it? Only the one who stole it. So what does she clear from this price here? That the son does not pay the Chaymish penalty because he wasn't the Ghanif. Instead of two prices. It's not a problem. The first price that says the son has to pay the chaymish talking about the father swore, and he was made that he swore false. Remember, the only time you have to pay that chaymish is you swore false, and then you conceded on your own, not that you were dragged into court. <laughs> you want to chuva, you have to pay the chaymish. So the first price said the children pay the chaymish. The father, before he died, he, he, he swore false, and then he admitted that he swore false, and now there's a chi of a moment, so you have, they have to pay it. Remember, because we just said it's moment. Uh, but Tan, the second price here that said that you don't have to be chaymish to much Nobody was made. If nobody was made, then of course you don't pay fifth. If, if nobody was made, then why are they paying it? He's saying I never stole it. Yeah, what's going on here? If you're going to tell me, who said you have to pay Karen? We're discussing the chaymish, but who said you have to pay Karen? No. Since the whole price revolves around whether the children pay the chaymish, you don't pay the chaymish. And we bring a pasik that you don't have to pay the chaymish unless you stole. What about the Karen? Obviously, you pay, you are paying the Karen. Otherwise, what, 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 why talk about chaymish if you're not even paying the principal? Remember the Karen, Michelle? Obviously, you're paying the Karen. Number one. Number two, Tanya, you look at the price clearly. I still so when it comes to Chaimish, it says clearly you don't pay. And you want to say you don't pay Keren either. And you say that he wasn't made. There's another Bryce which says clearly Keren, but Keren, you do pay. The son does pay the Keren of his father. When we would have thought you only pay Keren of his man They all swore false. Okay, you have to pay the Keren. Um, even if he wasn't made, but the agent caught him out, you gotta pay the principal. But what about Avi 
only the father swore, or who will love only he swore, or lie who love nobody swore. Nobody swore. But how do you know that you have to pay back the Karen if we found out that you're a Ghana? Your father stole and you have to pay back the Karen. Talmud Laiman, Gizela, the Oishik, Aveda Pekotin. The Pazik says you have to pay the Gizela, Aveda. It doesn't say who stole it. So the son does pay the Karen. If the son pays the Karen, it must be the Wamaida. So how come one Brazil says you, uh, you, the son pays the Chemish and the second Brazil don't pay the Chemish? What's going on here? And the Brazil, yes, Talmud. We learn from a Pazik. So before we get back to our answering our question, the word yes, Talmud, the Yosid Abhuna, Abhuna said over the Brazil, and he, and he couldn't hear his father well. Did he say yes, Talmud, that the Absukim, or he said yes, Talmud? Maybe his father didn't have such a clear diction. Or he, that you have to pay, and it's purely a svara, no psukim. So the psukim he brought is only a smachta. Only Rabbi Bray, yesh Talmud Kamamad. Did you say that what is psukim? A yesh Talmud Kamamad. Only he said, yesh Talmud Kamin. The psukim, this psukim that says for a stolen line, let's say you stole. You have to return it. So therefore, we know the son has to pay back the ken. But the question still remains. One Brayza says you pay the chaymish, the first Brayza. The second Brayza says you don't pay the chaymish. And the chaymish, both cases don't matter. They were, makes no difference. You're not made. When we said the second Brayza is talking about it wasn't made, and therefore you don't pay the chaymish. And your question was if it wasn't made, why pay the Kevin either? The Brayza means that the father was never made, but the son came along and he was made. He swore that, you know, we don't have the Xayla, and turned out to be that he does. So um, that chaymish he doesn't pay. And why Takanat? Why doesn't he have? He personally swore false about his father's Geneva, and then he admitted that he swore false. First he said, my father never stole, he never left us anything. Then it turned out to be that he did and he lied. Why Taka shouldn't he be chaymish? It's his own shvur. Benachai benachaymish ha-shvur is his own shvur. Amri b'she'en gzele kayamed. The gzele is no longer around. And therefore, if once the gzele is no longer around, the child does not have to pay his father. His father's a gamut. If the gzele is been... His oh, one second, one second, one second. No, that's it. When do we say that his shvur shavu chaim If the gzela is here, so he swore about the gzela, and that. But he's not the gunner. Yeah, because it's a stolen item is here. But if the stolen item is no longer in existence and he doesn't have to pay it, so the swearing is down there to stand there to the place. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. So the sheeng gzela kayems. The gzela is not around. Freddie Gemara, ibu sheeng gzela kayems. If you hear namel mishal. If the is not around, the din is that the child does not have to pay back his father's stolen goods. So why is he paying? Why does he have to pay back? The father left assets. So therefore, the son is paying. Not it's not his own money. He's paying from the assets that he asked from his father. That's what we have to pay. Who cares if there's asset? Milva pay a stolen item is merely like a milva pay. When does the son have to pay from his father's assets, real estate assets? <laughs> Is only if it's a milva bishtar. So therefore, it's as if the the, the mal already had a connection to this property while the father was alive. But it's a milva pair. Milva pair. These loans do not get passed on to the children. There's no lien on the property. So why do they have to pay? So why is he paying the father's zayla? Or milva pair It was converted into a contractual loan. Why? Because the father, while he was alive, they took him to the trader, and the rule, the court ruled that he has to pay. So it's like a it's like a, a ready achiv. <laughs> and therefore, the son does not have to pay. Does not have to pay for the uh, shy. Therefore, you pay the father's geneva because it's an lien asset. Ready, gemara. If so, ibisham v'din. Why does he pay the chaymish then? If there was already a, 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 a it's as if it's as if it's be'ain, as if it's here, and now the son swore that we never got anything. Turned out to be that he's lied and he admitted. Why shouldn't he pay the chaymish? 
What's he lying? He's saying we have no property to pay. My father didn't leave any property behind. That was a shul, for example. My father did not leave any property behind. Or my father doesn't know anything. So it's about whether the property is owed to this victim or not. And the rule is you don't swear on denial of property. That's why you don't. Rabbi says, no, I'll give a simple answer. Rabbi, the son takes war. So why does he pay Chaymish? You have to pay the principal back. But you don't have to pay the chemish. Why not? He swore that, it, that there was no grave in the house. And it was. Talking about the case where it was an innocent shavuah. How? All of the contracts that the father had and all of these IOUs were sitting in the, in the big bag. And he gave it, put it in the bank. Or he gave it to someone else to mine. So the son had absolutely no idea that his father stole something. And he owed the money. So when he swore, it was an onus. He had no idea. He thought that the we don't owe any money. That's not a ganas. Is Keren Mishalim the Keren you pay because this property and the you know and, and we know that he stole. He doesn't have to pay the penalty. Why? When he swore, he thought it was the truth. He didn't know his father was a Ganif. It was sitting somewhere else. Okay, have a good day. Continue tomorrow, Mitzvah.